So, today is April 30th. That's a Monday. It's Monday, April 30th. It is Monday, my dude. Let me get the pregame rolls from my pregame players. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, mine, mine is, I believe, sh- I forget what I think, which one mine is. I wrote it down, though, so it's uh, sharp. All right. Bummer. Second. I don't get to hang out oh, with the fun look today. At that. Hard <laughs> failure from Colin. So uh, here's the thing. Um, now that I've rolled a five, this is the first time this actually popped up with the person with the plan. Um, on a miss, the keeper holds one that can spend to put you in the worst place, unprepared and unready. Okay. So keep that cookie in your pocket. <laughs> Understood. Uh, and then Roxanne rolled a nine. Okay, so let's start with Roxanne. Roxanne, today is Monday, April 30th. Sometime in the early morning, what are you up to? Sometime in the early morning? Uh, Roxanne's getting ready for work. Remember that job that she has that I never talk about? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Roxanne's getting ready for work. She's putting on her normal people clothes. Well, normaler people clothes. <laughs> so she's sure, she does. sure. She does work at a record store. Less than normal. She's allowed to be a little grungy. Roxanne can have a little a grunge. (laughs) Okay. Roxanne, there's a knock at your apartment door. (sighs) One day it'll just be food, and that'll be a good day for Roxanne. (laughs) (laughs) One day something normal will happen to me. Uh, Roxanne answers the door. Yeah, and as you near the door, that pressure behind your eyes starts up, so you know what's coming. Good morning. Yeah, morning, kid. How you been? Mmm. Well, I'm alive. That's more than a lot of people can say. Mind if I come in? Sure. Come on in. They... Do come in, and they'll just, like, lean against your kitchen counter. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so, Roxanne, your messenger just uh, leans back on the counter and says, Okay, uh, I have kind of a weird one for you today, because you're going to be going to do a weird one today. Oh, great. I love it when weird stuff happens to me. Mm. Yeah, uh, I I know it's your favorite thing that happens in your life. Can't you see the enthusiasm on my face? Yeah. Okay, what do you got for me? I need you to get a lock of hair from all of your targets. All of. All of. Okay, so multiple. Okay. I'll grab some scissors on my while I'm out today. Make this my make my life easier. And uh, our quid pro quo. Right, 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 right. Um, uh, let's go with what sort of creature is it? And they lean a little bit deeper into the counter and sort of tap the tips of their fingers together. And they say they're actually shockingly human, despite their circumstances. Don't let yourself forget that. 
Okay. Alright. Despite any evidence to the contrary, they are human. Or shockingly human at the very least. Mm-hmm. Alright. I guess that answers my question. I'll get you what you asked for. Yeah, thanks. Um, not usually... I don't usually like making a whole lot of small talk, but I do want to ask, I've been hearing about you and the the folks in charge of the other side. What's, uh, what's going on there? When you say the folks in charge of the other side, you mean like... Cleopatra and whatnot. Yeah, that that gang. Right. Um, I guess they just, you know, kind of taken an interest in me. You know, uh, I guess they never really met anybody like me, or so they say. Hmm. Yeah, I, I can't think of the last time. One of you wound up on that end. Hmm. You know, I'd ask what you mean by one of me, but I don't feel like you'd give me a straight answer, so. They shrug and say, I'm kind of not allowed to. Yeah, I thought as much. It's one of those need-to-know basis sorts of things, and the people who make decision on who needs to know I've decided you don't of course anything else you wanted to know nah, just that uh, good luck today thanks I feel like I'm gonna need it they will see themselves out <sighs> well time to call out of work uh, Steiner, what are you up to this morning? Uh, Steiner is still trying to run that perpetual motion thing through any kind of non-invasive probing he can, I guess. Hmm. You're, uh, you are starting to realize maybe the depth of the complexity of this device. There is facets of it that are like you know it represents a pretty significant advancement in frictionless surfaces uh, in like thermally inert electrical systems yeah any kind of perpetual motion device has to be basically frictionless or it's not going to work yeah yeah I'm just basically hitting this with any kind of skin any kind of just even just weighing it, seeing what kind of just anything I can do that isn't going to damage it, just so I can get a better idea of what's happening when I have to inevitably take it apart and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? Throw me a weird roll. I just want to uh, see sure. something. That's a twelve. Okay. the 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 greater superstructure, the the cube that the spinning cylinder is inside of. It's not a material you've seen before. Oh, cool. Is it an alloy? Is it an entirely new thing? It's, it's 
near as you can tell, it's entirely new. Awesome. So not only are we dealing with impossible physics here, we have an entirely new type of material. This thing is bullshit. This thing is bullshit. Alright. And then, Grant, what are you up to? I'm hanging out with uh, Las Estrellas. I believe that's how it was supposed to be pronounced. I've already forgotten. It's only been three days or something like that, and I've forgotten. Uh, And I'm actually warning them about the new arrival in town. Oh, okay. Uh, Who are you talking to? Let's say Damien. All right. So what all exactly do you tell him? I go, um, so Damien had had an interesting run-in at a, over at a friend's house a couple days ago. Uh-huh. The DHEA, apparently they brought over somebody new. See, I keep hearing that acronym, and I've never run into anybody who uses that. I've... I don't, I don't really get it. Um, they're basically government-sanctioned monster hunters. And they occasionally like to poke their interest into other things that aren't monster-related but are still weird. So, you know, us. Uh, that's why you threatened us with them. Yeah. Yeah. It was an empty threat, to be quite 100% honest. I hate those bastards. Alright, well, if they ever start causing problems for you, let us know. We're Uh, we're family here. We'll run up on them if we gotta. Uh, (laughs) that's the the thing. I, I know you say that, but this is literally the US government and he puts his hand on his on your shoulder and says Grant I mean it we're family here and we're a bigger family than you realize ominous but okay (laughs) alright I'll I mean I don't know it's just I, I, I don't want to get you super evol- involved in the specifics of what happened a couple days ago, but just like just just keep an eye out for some black fans with that acronym pin on the side. All right? Yeah, will do. And just be careful. Yeah, I'll get word around. Yeah, all right. Thanks. So, right about this time, it's early-ish. All of you get a text in the group chat saying, Hey, we need everybody at base ASAP. Things just got complicated. I I look up at Damien and I go, I gotta go. Uh, Raven's business. Yeah, you, uh, you be safe out there. You too, bud. 
Roxanne uh, hears the text notification while she's on the phone with her boss and is just like, look, I know I said I'd work today, but something came up, okay? Look, I'm leaving. Bye. And she hangs up on her boss, who I forgot the name (laughs) of, even though I named him, like, in the very first downtime session we had. A million billion years ago. Uh, (laughs) I'll look it up after this. Oh, it's not even in... Anyway. It's not even in the randos. He's literally not that important. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Roxanne just texts, I'm heading over. Don't stand in the... Don't uh, stand in the doorway. (laughs) Uh, You get a text back that's just the word clear. All right. Fuck driving. Fuck driving forever. (laughs) (laughs) I <laughs> waste your time and gas going places you can just be a place <laughs> anyway Roxanne teleports there what you arrive Magpie is there waiting for you and she pops one of those little party poppers on you fantastic <laughs> oh and she pulls, a, she pulls a little streamer out of her hair oh I'm gonna be finding these in my brush for weeks aren't I Maybe. Steiner. Steiner tells Gregory that he'll... He's like, uh, I'm off to do some good. Uh, be back. Uh, I don't know when. I'll keep in contact with you. Uh, hold down the fort. Please be safe out there, Edwin. I will do my best. And he is off, and he's heading to the safe house. All right. So all three of you show up to headquarters and are let inside. And Emery and Magpie have kind of a like a, a mixture of nervous energy and excited energy about them. Oh, Roxanne. <laughs> totally forgot to grab a pair of scissors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I'm sure that in the house filled with swords, knives, and guns, they also have a pair of scissors. Yeah, that's not hard. They battle scissors. Sterling silver, silver scissors for taking out some sort of hair monster. <laughs> no, they're like the little crappy <laughs> safety scissors because uh, Magpie lives here. <laughs> oh. They're craft scissors that can te- cut a textured edge. <laughs> Magpie is very big on arts and crafts. This one's wavy. This one's kind of spiky. This one makes fishies. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't enjoy, enjoy a good scrapbooking? Okay, so uh, you've all arrived. Yep. And Magpie says, okay, so everybody sit down because this is going to be a little bit weird. I mean, it can't be weirder than 40-foot-tall skeleton with radio sirens for head. I concur with Mr. Harrison. Okay, it's it's not that kind of weird. It's a different kind of weird. Okay. So, there's... There's a couple annual events that happen hereabouts in Southern California, and... Some of them are not our fault, and some of them are. 
And unfortunately, we've managed to have two different annual events happen on the same day. So there's this this group of six goblin boys from the summer court. And every year around this time, they come through somewhere around Santa Monica Pier. And they kind of challenge us to a game of tag. Okay. Um, oh? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they, they've been taking it easy on us because, you know, our circumstances. But they, they do make us put up a good fight every year. And they're going to make us put up a hell of a fight this year, considering we're, we're not having those circumstances anymore. And, well, in theory, we would like to leave them to deal with circumstance too. Uh, you know, we'd like to play it fast and loose around here a little bit, but we do have to keep things secret to the best of our abilities, so we can't exactly let them run free, and they're not the kinds of boys who are, would be okay with rescheduling, so we gotta go deal with them. Okay. Alright. So, you three get to go do the one that isn't our fault. Okay, good. And that would be... And then Emery walks in and they've got, like, uh, a pretty sizable manila envelope under their arm, and they say, uh, that is... Tonight is Valpurgis Noct. Gesundheit. Am I gonna meet a witch? You are going to meet six witches tonight, Roxanne. Oh, gosh. A double coven. Oh, no. There is a, a coven of witches from the Deadlands who comes through every year on this day, and they spend the entire night up on the bridge to nowhere partying. And it's our job to keep them entertained so that they don't spread their party out. That sounds amazing, actually. I'm trying to decide if Steiner would know what Walpurgis Night is. Walpurgis Noct is. I'm just, I'm trying to think <laughs> if he would be familiar, familiar with the concept. <laughs> I need to go look up something. <laughs> okay. It is not too early for me to make a fucking Madoka reference. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> so, the three of you need to get a bunch of supplies together. And that's why we called you in here as early as we did. Because you can't get a car up to the bridge to nowhere. You, It's uh, going to be a five-mile uphill hike is the closest you can get your car. Well, what... I don't know what the bridge to nowhere is. Well, it's a bridge, but it doesn't. Does it go, go nowhere? <laughs> so, the the bridge to nowhere is a it's a sort of landmark that turned into a place of power by way of its namesake and sort of the way people treated it. It was supposed to be a shortcut road through the mountains 
but it was completed and abandoned. And there's you you can't bring traffic through it. The roads that are supposed to cross it terminate not too far off. Nowadays, it's a sort of uh, hiking destination. People, there, there's a small business up there, but people like to bungee jump off the bridge. And it's also some sort of witch party zone. And yeah, once once a year, it turns into a party zone for a sextuplet of witches. Or also known as the dreaded double coven. Or would that be a hextuplet of witches? Oh. How did we it. never think of hextuplet before now? Oh. Hex Tuplet oh sounds God. very much like a cam girl name. <laughs> I love it and I also hate it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I am first going to draw and then ping the dot on the map where the bridge is going to be. And then I will switch to. Uh, an actual like yeah. oh shit <laughs> um what? so I what? just looked at the map again <laughs> <laughs> uh so I go I look over at Steiner and I go hey Steiner did you notice that um that me and Magpie finished with uh with Emery's fingers oh I didn't actually wonderful oh y- yeah uh, Grant Grant did Grant did a pretty good job, but he uh, he used a bunch of chicken bones in the in the spell components. Is that a problem? I mean, it's it's not too much of a problem, but just just smell this, and they hold their left hand out to you. It's sort of their, their pinky and ring finger out. Uh, all right, I smell their finger. They whip their hand around and bop you on the nose. (laughs) 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 Oh, we got the whole set. Well played. Well played indeed. To be Steiner, Steiner, to be fair, they got us all. I got all of you with the same joke. It's so good, though. It's a lot funnier when it doesn't happen to me. Yeah, I gotta agree. <laughs> okay, so. Um, so, you all are gonna need to get move in right now to get everything ready. We've got a shopping list for you and profiles on all six witches for you to review so that you are ready to entertain them. Alright. Okay. Please just be normal stuff like beer and cups and not the blood of a f- the firstborn pig of a litter. <laughs> no, they're all mostly normal. They've never asked for anything like that. Are we going to have to go pick up mustard seed? No, but you are going to have to go get like almost a whole cow. Almost a whole cow. Okay. 
The uh, we actually have a an annual order with a local butcher for just most of a cow carcass. I mean, it makes sense oh. if you'd use it every year. Yep, yep. Uh, and uh, and then Magpie goes upstairs, and you hear her sort of saying, "Oh, almost forgot to get these." And she comes back down, and she's got a pair of like glass lanterns on wooden posts. She says, uh, the witches actually gave these to us uh, about six years ago. You need to set them up on either end of the bridge. You all need to be touching them when you do. They're sensors and they they take an entire year to charge and they only last for one night, but they put up a sort of go away, don't look at me field for mm. anybody who isn't touching them when you light them. Ah, but don't worry okay. about it, Field. The SEP projector. Got it. The someone else's problem, Field. Yes. Yeah. Alright, so, ready, break. Alright, let's go get a cow carcass, I guess. Mm-hmm. Shit, do I need to go get my car? Or are you gonna have enough space if we. Steiner, uh... how big's your trunk space? Can you put a cow um, in your car, Steiner? I don't think you could put a full cow in there, but a beast out cow, probably. I'm sorry, a what? A beast like, out, out. Like, oh, okay. Part it out yeah. and cut up and all yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's what you'll be getting from the butcher, although it's like all bone in. Hmm. Naturally. That's a flavor. And the the shopping list includes like large quantities of six different kinds of drink. Four loco. Um <laughs> Why is LaCroix on here? Why are like five different flavors of LaCroix on here? <laughs> Why do we need the whole gallon of Goldschlager? <laughs> oh, hey, Capri Sun, we can just go to my place and get that. <laughs> what is a barrel of barbecue sauce? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, see, we have a cow, that one makes sense. And you do need to get, like, salt. You, you do need to get some spices uh, to put into the cow. Uh, and then um, wooden cups specifically. Okay. Does it need to be like a specific kind of wood? Uh, they just need to be wood. Paper is wood. Wood, wood, smartass. Mm-hmm. Hardwood. Does it actually have to be hardwood or can it be pine? It'd probably be better to use hardwood anyway. Yep. Uh, and then you're gonna need to, I guess, go shopping for some like proper hiking gear because while the uh well Griffith Park and the Santa Monica Mountains where you hunted the odds were pretty gentle this is this is a moderate difficulty trail and it is five and a half miles one way uphill dang hmm. okay it's a good thing you all have been getting in shape from all this hunting Right, I'm sure. I'm fairly certain that Grant walked 
like that's not hiking, but I'm sure Grant at least walks five and a half miles on a daily basis. Yeah, but Grant's a nerd. <laughs> Nerds Grant's are well a- known for the working out and taking long hikes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm saying because he's a nerd, he doesn't get any muscle from it. No stamina, <laughs> no muscle. He's just a he's just a nerd. So I kind of feel. Fi- feel like the most sensible thing to do is to have Roxanne head up there first to scout it out because she's the one who can teleport. Yeah, but uh, Roxanne still has to walk there the first time, but yeah. And that gives me an excuse to switch maps. Oh. Bye, Drogdor. I'll look at the uh, the bridge to nowhere and the surrounding uh, mountains. It is very mountainous. You are like pretty darn close to Mount Baldy, so the peaks are quite high. The bridge to nowhere runs over a river, uh, and it's long and made of stone and has sort of uh, like a short guardrail around the sides. It's one of those ones where the underside of it is the, like a big parabola with struts going up as the main support structure. And there's just this guy sitting in the river. He's just always there. Okay, to be fair, when Kat said it was a river, I it, I was thinking it looks more like a creek with how deep it is, so that, that guy sitting there actually does give me a bit of reference to how deep that, that river actually is. So yes, I would yeah. call that river not a creek. Southern states continue to freak me out because y'all got mountains and stuff, which is like, I'm used to that, but your mountains don't have trees. It's weird. Well, some of them do have trees. Not trees like I have have trees. Yeah, maybe. You have like little baby trees. Well, we'll see how you feel about that in a number of months. Yeah, like California, but like I'm used to not being able to see the actual mountain because there's just trees. Okay. Yeah, the uh, the depth of the river does vary with the season. You know, it, it gets pretty low and shallow during the summer months. But once uh, when it's if it's a rainy season, one of our few rainy seasons, it can get uh, notably deep, hmm. like up to the middle of your calves. Huh. So. How would you all like to proceed? Uh, who's getting what? I guess I'm picking up the cow. Yeah, I can walk to a grocery store and pick up, like, the rest of the stuff as long as it's not ri- ridiculous. Like, you know, the a wooden literal cup barrel. is going to be the big thing. I mean, not really. You can go to a craft store and buy those. Do you know how expensive those would be, though? Okay, it's a business expense. They'll front us for it. All right. <laughs> Yeah, Roxanne going up there first and, uh, I guess, scouting the area makes sense, especially since she can just be where she needs to be, pretty much. Mm-hmm. It is the most sensible option. Yep. So, Roxanne, you now have a teleportation point. Steiner, you've got the cow. Grant, you've got all the drinks. Mm-hmm. And uh, probably the spices. Yeah, the spices, oh. the drinks, and the cups. I had to buy, like, up. three coolers. So once 
uh, you know, and Roxanne, once you get up there and have your I've been here before established, you can find a spot to squirrel yourself out and teleport back down to headquarters. Just reconvene with everybody. I just flew in here from the bridge of nowhere and boy, are my arms tired. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's not the worst joke you've ever made. Yeah, it's not. So what would you all like to do now that you have all of your supplies and are reconvened at the base? Is there anything that we're missing, I guess, from our supply list so far? Or is it we have everything? Uh, I think we hand waved and just said we got everything. Yep, you've got everything right. that you know in advance that you will need. And we we have like a dossier on the six witches that are going to be there? Yes, and I will be... uh, It'll make more sense to go through it in the process of introducing them, so I'll be doing that then. But you all can can definitely take the time right now to read through it thoroughly so you know what you're up against. Alright. I will do that. See, what occurs to me suddenly is that we're going to have to lug several coolers full of frozen cow. Well, that's why we had Roxanne that's why we had Roxanne go there so that way she could just teleport it up there. Yeah, she only has to make rolls if she's taking people. Yeah, anything that I can carry, I can move. So so if it was a dead person, you wouldn't have to roll. No, Dr. Steiner, we are not killing you and then resurrecting you when you get there. I'm just out of character. I know, I'm... Convenient corpse disposal, if we ever need it. (laughs) See, my brain went to grave robbing, so... Yeah, I guess. That says a lot about me. Like, we just, like... We pay Roxanne to take a diving class and dives down just bottom of fucking San Francisco Bay... You ever got her get rid of a corpse? She just teleports down there with a weighted down corpse, and it's never our problem again. This incredibly dark ape, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I can't control also, what it my takes mind a long does. Time. It takes a long time to uh, get enough uh, to be able to fucking dive in uh, the ocean like that. You need to go through training for it. Or, I'll, or most divers well, won't have take to be you. the bottom, bottom, just like sufficiently deep that you cannot see it, and it'll get eaten by sharks immediately. Yeah, there's something that, that happens to your <laughs> something that happens to your blood if you like rot, if you like ascend too quickly. It's the the nitrogen uh, works its yeah. way out of your blood into coherent bubbles, and you fucking right. die. Right, the bins. Yes. Anyway, so, so the, yeah, we'll the fun get fact is you can dive as far as you want with, well, not as far as you want, but quite a ways with no problem. It's coming up. That's the issue. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we can just get Roxanne to teleport this stuff up while Steiner and I hike the the way up. Yep. Um, I'll say that you know just for the sake of moving things along, it's. It isn't difficult for Roxanne to find a place to temporarily stash the goods. Just throw it in the river. (laughs) 
Because this this place sees traffic all year round. Mm-hmm. So the three of you can convene up on the bridge. We'll say for the sake of expediency, it's like getting towards evening. You were told that the witches will appear at last light. So you have, let's say, an hour before everything starts to go down. All right, let's get the poles set up. We need to all be touching them as we set up, so that way I guess we're immune to them. Does we all include the witches? It can't. I don't think so. I think they're just going to show up. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Uh, Probably should get confirmation on that. I mean, I'm sure Emery and Magpie would have told us if we'd asked. So yeah, let's, let's... Let's ask, do the witches need to be touching the poles when we set them up? Nope, it's their magic. They're immune to it. No, it's their Uh magic. They're immune to it. All right, then. Never hurts to be sure. Yeah, no. Mm Mm-hmm. It is a fair concern. So we've got, what, four of them? Two for each end? Two of them. One for each end. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're just, uh little glass lanterns on the end of wooden stakes that are like, the, the. we'll say the stakes are five feet long. No, I think the stakes are in the cooler. God damn it. Ooh. You invited me here. You know what that means. So yeah, I guess Grant would technically be the most qualified to help to set this shit up. But although, I guess if it's as simple as like sticking it in the ground while we're touching it, then this doesn't really matter all that much. Yeah, you just, you need to make sure that it's secure, because if it tips over and goes out, you're gonna have problems. Grant, you're the wizard here. Fix this. (laughs) Just making sure that they're installed properly, and then have us all touch them while we install them. Bada bing, bada boom, I guess we're done. Touch. We got the touch. Yeah, touch the lamp. Um, so the, we'll say you've got about, uh, five minutes to, well, before I jump you all 55 minutes in the future, is there anything you all would like to set up in advance? (laughs) No, I'm good. Okay. So once, uh, once you get down to like five minutes before last light, uh, you get a text from... Magpie saying we're about to get started over here. Good luck to all of you guys. Please apologize to Hildy on my behalf that I'm not there this time. I uh, give a thumbs up emoji. And last oh light. My God. I'm going to have to cut hair off of witches. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Last light comes. The sun fully disappears over the horizon. And then there is a sort, there is an audible crack that shakes the ground under your feet. And a hole in space opens up in front of the three of you and you can see the deadland on the other side of it 
And from this hole step out six women. And now is when I'm going to properly introduce them all. I'm going to go from youngest to oldest. Okay. So, which the first is Hildy. Hildy, you would think she's six or seven years old. She's got this sort of blondish green hair and choppy bangs and otherwise it's pretty long and in like some of it's loose, some of it's in braids. She's in this little black dress and she's got a big floppy hat and she is riding on a pumpkin that is almost as big as she is and it's got three eyes and uh, it's a jack-o'-lantern rather than a pumpkin pumpkin and it's got three eyes and a sort of blue fire inside of it. And from her dossier, you know that Hildy's preferred drink is hot cocoa with way too many marshmallows. <laughs> Just destroy it with marshmallows. Mm-hmm. And she is very small, very sweet, uh, but she is easily upset. So you're going to want to make sure to be very nice to her. Okay. Second oldest is Agnes. Agnes, you would place somewhere around 13, maybe 14 years old. She's got an even bigger, even floppier hat. She's got long blonde hair and a big black coat. And when she steps through the portal, she immediately turns her head and whistles through her teeth. And she is spontaneously swarmed by owls and they nest in on her hat and on her shoulders and around her feet and she just sort of stroke she catches one of them in her arms and strokes it passively you know from the dossier that agnes's drink of choice is hot apple cider you know she's very shy uh quiet and curious but she's got a little bit of a stubborn streak and she loves birds is this just going to be a progression of floppier and floppier hats? <laughs> I really <laughs> hope it will the be. The next last one's just going to be a hat <laughs> with legs. Yeah, like the fifth one is with, some, with some feet sticking out. <laughs> the, the fifth one is just big hat Logan, but a girl. And then the sixth one is just a hat with legs. <laughs> Biggest hat Logan. <laughs> the third witch is Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn's you looks to be somewhere around 21, 22. She's got long red hair. Also, big floppy witch hat. As she walks, a bunch of like, like scrub, a uh, bunch of like short flowers bloom out of the bridge underneath her feet. And she regards the three of you curiously. You know from the dossier that her drink of choice is hot mulled wine. Uh, she is a little bit feisty. She's got kind of a romantic streak, and she's a little bit of a lush. And you were told to be careful about that part. Hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> Which number four is Ursula. She's older 
looking woman. You'd place her somewhere in her early 40s. She's got a long black dress and the floppiest hat to date. She's got sort of shoulder length, wavy white hair. She's the only one wearing makeup out of any of them. Fucking damn it, Colin. I could have wrote that down on paper and handed it to Cat, and I would have been absolutely right. Uh, yeah. I was just like thinking I should absolutely PM Cat, watch Colin do some sort of shout out to Hot Mom shit, and then you yeah. get the instant I was thinking of it. I was I I knew that when I selected this image for Ursula that I'd be getting that out of Colin. <laughs> if there's one consistent if there's one consistent thing about me, it is hashtag shout out to Hot Moms. This is why I have never invited you to my house. <laughs> hey, so her drink of choice is hot sweetened scotch, a.k.a. the blue blazer. Uh, she is sort of the, the mom of the group. She's handsy and she loves to like, like have like get up on you and ask you how you're doing she's she's got kind of big mom energy and now Colin makes a character decision about Grant <laughs> no I listen I've discussed it at length with Ken already <laughs> so number five is Margaret 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 you would place her somewhere in her 60s Margaret is the most butch out of the whole group. Everybody else has been pretty, like, hard femme so far, but she's got, like, short white hair up around her ears, and everybody else has been in, like, dresses or something dress-adjacent, but she's in, like, a shirt with, like, sort of open chest and a real high collar and pants. She's got a, a more angular sort of face than everybody else has. You know, from the dossier, her drink of choice is hot sake. And she's surly, very protective, kind of grouchy, and she's the head of the group. Despite not being the oldest, she is the head of the coven. Margaret is my favorite so far. just want that to be known. The oldest is number six, Phoebe. Phoebe, you'd clock her somewhere around 80 years old. She's got a, like, again, sort of shoulder length, straight white hair. Uh, She's got a long purple, sort of uh, real loose dress on her and a black shawl. She has a staff with a lantern hanging off it that matches the lanterns you set up around the bridge. And you know from the dossier that her favorite or that her drink of choice is the hot toddy. She's very quiet, likes to sort of stay around the outside and likes having quiet conversations and is a real grandma. Uh, I do want to say real quick that Hildy the child is giving me very early and pepper and carrot vibes. I don't what? know what that is. It's a very cute webcomic about a, about a 
which girl? I've never heard of it. I think I might know what you're talking about. Let me know. Yeah, hold on. I, I'll I'll link it to you guys. Like, the I guess main I've seen grows, this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The main character grows up uh, as as the comic progresses, so that's why I'm saying early because er, way er, earlier in it, she's like way younger than she is now. Oh no, this is cute. I know it's so good. <laughs> it's such a good comic. It updates like once in a blue moon, but it's so good. That's a. I just I don't know why that just like properly describes so much of just like you find some art and like oh no this is adorable I have to follow them on Twitter and everything shit <laughs> fuck damn it oh no I found somebody whose art whose work I genuinely enjoy this is terrible God I hope they turn out not to be a weirdo <laughs> please don't please be, d- please don't, don't be, be an asshole. Please don't be milkshake duck. Just frantically scrolling the timeline. Please don't have thoughts about <laughs> LGBT people. Please, please. Okay, so so the six witches appear on the bridge, and you know Agnes summons her owls. The and the other five size you size three of you up, and then Hildy immediately looks upset. She says, where's Maggie? Um, I was actually about to say, uh, Grant walks up to her and says, um, Hildy, Maggie would, uh, Maggie would like to personally apologize for not being here. They had another obligation that was happening today, but she, she does want to personally apologize to you. She told me to do, she told me to tell you that. Aww. I know. Okay. I know. I'm sorry. Christmas is ruined. <laughs> this is kind of like witch Christmas, isn't it? Oh, it's Halloween. Witchmas. <laughs> so then Margaret turns to you, Grant, and says, all right, so what are they up to then? Uh, Something about goblins. Yeah, they're playing tag with, like, goblins or something. It's a, it's a thing that they've, like, set up every year or something and uh, like, the two dates happen to fall the same day as this year it's unfortunate but it is it is what this is yep and so you're their replacements then we work for them yeah enough. I'd say with them more than for them yeah no, like Grant. Grant gives Steiner a look of don't, don't make it look like we're subordinates in front of the six extremely powerful women. He's just mad that I'm emasculating you in front of the hot witch. No, I'm not. Actually, this is this is a we can't appear weak thing. To Grant. why not? Who cares? Because it's a wizard thing. It's a magic thing. Okay, that's what I'm gonna go with. A magic thing. Is Grant trying to impress the witches? Grant's trying not to make it look like he's a chew toy in front of the witches. Roxanne's just standing there looking starstruck. <laughs> <laughs> so then. It's a Harry Potter thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a Harry Potter thing. Yep, you got him one. Mm-hmm. So then. Yep. 
Margaret is, she seems to be like gearing up to grill you all. And then Ursula steps up and put, puts one hand on her shoulder and says, now, now it's all right. We'll just have to make do this here. I'm sure Emery and Magpie would not have sent incapable people to spend the evening with us. Margaret kind of grumbles and says, all right, let's get the bonfire set up. Yeah, bonfire. And Gwendolyn and Ursula, like, hop off the bridge and then, like, fly out. And you can hear the sounds of trees getting knocked over. And they come back and they have several trees, like, hovering behind them. They, like, throw them into the middle of the bridge and cut them apart with magic and pile them up and then Margaret breathes fire into the pile and you have a proper like big old bonfire going in the middle of the bridge now I clap oh no hmm. are you I, I, I look over at Roxanne and I'm like oh no no that was awesome Smokey's gonna be mad at us <laughs> They're too cool. Can't help. I don't think I can do this. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. Just remember, they kind of want to hang out with us anyway. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I made it worse. So, um... Margaret sort of saunters up to you, Grant, and says, well, did you at least get all of our drinks? Uh, I nod and I move over to whatever whatever it was that we're keeping them in, and um, I start passing out the proper I did not I did not memorize anything. I didn't write it down except for one, and then um, so I'm handing it out from uh, to be polite. I'm actually... I'm actually going to uh, move some things from my DM notes into the notes for the... Uh, okay, so it was hot chocolate. Um, it was hot chocolate for Hilly. Uh, hot apple cider. Uh, mold wine. Blue blazer. I think there was a hot toddy in there. That's for Phoebe. Okay. Is that all of it? No, you missed one. Hot chocolate, hot apple cider, mold wine. You missed Margaret's hot sake. Ah, the otaku uh, drink. But uh, but yeah, as I'm as I'm handing them out, I will magically heat the uh, the proper the ones that are supposed to be heated up with uh, using my magic. Please don't make me roll for that. I figure Grant is. If you're gonna do the blue well, blazer, you have to set that shit on fire. Well, okay, maybe roll for that one, but, like, uh, for the ones that just need to be kind of warm up, like, I figure Grant is capable enough to just, like, heat it up with his hands using magic. So you should have notes in all of them now of a a synopsis of what would be in their dossier. Yep, 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 okay. So, um, so I'm going to go from, uh, from oldest to youngest, just as a sign of, like, you know, respect... So, um, I'll give Phoebe her hot toddy. I'll give Margaret her hot sock, like hot sake. Heat that up with my hand. Um, give Ursula the blue blazer, uh, heat up Gwendolyn's mold wine. 
uh, heat up Agnes's hot apple cider, and then I look at uh, Hildy, and then I take the 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 thing of hot chocolate, and I take a just giant like container of hot chocolate marshmallows, and I start tipping it over slowly. And I'm just like, tell me when. Uh, you like you start pouring it and it gets to the point of where you think you're gonna like pour too much but then Mm -hmm. she sort of she does a little sign with her hands and Mm -hmm. the marshmallows are like they start perfectly piling up on top of each other (laughs) like a little pyramid (laughs) and you get about halfway through the bag when she says when alright and then I stop and then I I heat it up with my hands and I hand it to her she takes a big ol' sip. There you go. Uh, Phoebe Phoebe conjures an honest-to-God rocking chair a little ways off from the bonfire and just sits down in it. And the, the others conjure, like, blankets around the bonfire and sit down in there and just sort of start the evening by enjoying their drinks. Awesome. So I guess this is hangout time with the witches. This this is the preamble, yes? Yes. Alright. I I'll let other people go, because I just did all the stuff with the drinks. Rolling with the witches and shit. <laughs> That's all I had. I'm sorry. I hate okay. that I know what you're referencing. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Alright. Grant is actually super interested in uh hanging out with Phoebe and seeing what uh, what wisdom comes with age. So, actually, so the way this is going to, to happen after the preamble is I have little mini events planned with each of them. Uh, three each, one for each of you per witch. Oh, and okay. some of them will be difficult and some of them will not. And the goal is to just show them a good time. Excellent. Oh, boy. So before we get to that, uh, what would what would any of you like to do in this sort of preamble period? Um, like I said, I kind of want to, like, move over to, um, to Phoebe and, like, sort of hang out with her and, like, sort of talk shop, see what a, see what a, um, magic caster of her experience can teach one that's I've only been a wizard for about a decade so she's probably got that and then some on me so that that is actually going to be one of the events I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil Phoebe right now Phoebe's a grandma what do grandmas like to do most they like to sit and have long conversations with the kids okay well then in that case I will not do that since you um, I don't know. I guess Grant will get his drink. I didn't think too much about what Grant's drink of choice would be, but like he would get it because guess what? I don't drink, so I don't think too much about alcohol. Um, but he would get his cho- drink of choice and join in with the with the drinking preamble. Hmm. I believe we previously previously established Steiner's enjoying a nice mulled wine. Mm. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Roxanne's gonna go over to Steiner and be like, 
Steiner, if I ever ask you for anything again, it'll be too soon. I have no clue what I'm going to do. Uh, you've never been to a party? No! Just roll with it. Be yourself. But myself sucks! You're an interesting person. You play music, don't you? Shit, I got I, it. I, Grant likes strawberry lemonade vodka. Shit, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I could I could go get my fucking guitar. I, I, I just googled girly drinks. And that's one of the ones that can't, came up. Fuck, I should have got my guitar. Is it too late to go get my guitar? I should I be so. the asshole at a party with a guitar? Fuck! Oh, don't... Mm. Oh no. <laughs> I don't even know how to play Wonderwall. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you do. That's that's that comes with the guitar. <laughs> before the guitar le- every guitar before it leaves the factory, they mimetically imprint it with the knowledge of how to play Wonderwall. <laughs> uh, it used to be Stairway to Heaven. It, it got changed ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah, because everybody realized how obnoxious Wonderwall is. Oh, I'm gonna blow it. Roxanne, you're not gonna blow it. It's fine. It's fine. It'll be fine. Don't hey, worry. Great. About Remember it. all those parties I got invited to? Me neither. <laughs> I mean, I I thought you might have come out of your shell a little bit. In the, oh no, that's right. It's you, <laughs> Grant. I literally have no friends. Well, okay, before all this happened, I literally did not know anybody except my boss. That's and, extremely sad. Carrie, I guess I sort of knew Carrie. That's extremely sad, actually. I mean, I mean, I didn't have any friends either, but also I didn't live over here. I had friends back over in New York. I guess I do have one friend who lives over here who was from New York. Wow. Uh. At least I was lucky enough to be able to fucking disappear when I need to. Yeah, you can't do that this time. Oh, no. This isn't going to go well. (laughs) So you two are just like mumbling in the corner of the bridge to each other. And all the witches are staring at you. Steiner can be there. Now I'm enjoying my drink, too. It's like... All right, so... The the Harrison siblings are mumbling to each other in the corner, and Gwendolyn actually uh, calls out, "Would you two just get over here and join the party already? I swear." I mean, I'm trying to convince her to do that. Is what I'm doing, and at this point, I would just physically grab uh, Roxanne by the ar- by the arm and try to. I, I won't force the issue too much if she really, really doesn't want to. So it's going to be more like a gentle, like. Try and guide her over. Okay, okay, I, I'm walking. Right. I'm walking. Okay, okay, all right. Sorry about that. She's a bit of a disaster. Yeah. Okay, I'm a disaster. <laughs> you say that. Agnes, Ursula, and Margaret turn to stare at Gwendolyn. And then she looks at all three of them and says, What? <laughs> throws her hands in the air. And then the three uh, of them shake their heads and look back to the fire. 
Ah, I see you have one of those too. Excellent. I'm not really sure what just happened. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Never change, Roxanne. Ne- please, never change. So, Steiner, what are you up to right now? Um, just mingling, I guess. Getting a little bit of mold wine and chatting with whoever's interested, I suppose. I mean, they are all interested. Who would you like to be chatting with? Oh, who comes up to talk to me first? I mean, let's say at the moment, none of them are like coming up to any of you. They're just sort of enjoying their drinks around the fire. Hmm. Okay, let's do this. So I don't actually know a lot about uh, witch covens. How did you all meet each other? Steiner's 48, so he is closest in age to Ursula. Hmm. Right. So Ursula will has been evaluating you all maybe more closely than any of the others. And when you ask that, she says, Oh, luck, mostly. We've found each other in the Deadlands and decided to stick together. It's safer that way. Hmm. Yeah, no matter what world you're in, it's a pretty dangerous place, I guess. Well, that's more or less how our little group formed, purely by coincidence. We all happened to be in the same place when we were attacked by, what was that? Some sort of elemental lizard? What, would, yeah, what did we end up calling it? Yeah, I don't remember. I think we just called it elemental wizard, lizards. Mm. You didn't really yeah. come up with a name, clever name for it. It's just a big old lizard. How we met Emily and Magpie just happened to be at the right place at the right time, or wrong place at the right time, however you wanted to put that. Gwendolyn looks up at the stars and says, Ah, family is forged through fate. Hmm. Nothing better than that. I mean, technically, me and her are literally related. Yeah, Grant is literally my brother. Yeah. She sort of waves dismissively. (laughs) Yeah, I had a reaction to him, too. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) Dang. So, a couple minutes, or uh, that's, you know, y'all sit around making light conversations, sipping your drinks for a while. After a fashion, let's let's start with Grant. Mm -hmm. Grant. Mm -hmm. You you are chatting with somebody. Who who are you chatting with right now? Uh, Let's go with Gwendolyn. Alright, so you're chatting with Gwendolyn, and then you hear a small <clears throat> behind you. I turn around, and I'm expecting Hildy. It is Hildy. Alright. And I, she I she she stands up very straight and sort of puts her hands behind her back and tries to look all, like, prim and proper, and she says, mm-hmm. she says, excuse me, I don't actually think I got your name. Oh, uh, I'm Grant. Well, Mr. Grant, 
Uh, you appear to be a tall man of great strength and stature, broad of shoulder. Uh, okay, yes. Yeah, the kind of broad of, of shoulder that would be excellent for a run around the mountains. I was literally about to say piggyback rides. <laughs> uh, Grant goes, sure, and then uh, just sort of like gets on one knee so that way she can uh, clamber on up. She folds her arms and raises one eyebrow and looks at what you're wearing. Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry. I'm so used to... Uh, I take it off and I look around and I go... Slower. <laughs> Roxanne, hold this. And just throw... And just, like, <laughs> just throw it at Roxanne. I do not throw it. I immediately you realize... You take two that harm uh, that you can apply on. <laughs> Um, I, I go, here, hold this in, like, your hammer space or something, and I hand it to you properly, gently, so that way I don't spike you. Yeah, okay, whatever. Roxanne immediately throws it into the river. <laughs> Roxanne mentally debates whether she would look good in it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, you could wear He wouldn't care if you wore it, too, as long as you gave it back. It was expensive. So, yeah, and then uh, I'm trying to debate whether it would be in in the best interest to, like, wear a shirt that I do my uh, second job in or just, like, a shirt that isn't just absolutely covered in spray paint paint. Spray paint paint? Yeah. Spray spray paint paint? Spray spray paint spray, spray paint paint. Uh, we'll go with a clean, clean-ish shirt. Do you even own clean shirts? Yes. He like only he, he only wears like no. I, I, I would say it's, I would say it's the opposite. He only owns like two shirts that he does the uh, that he does his other stuff in, and they're really crappy and not that great. Every time a shirt gets dirty, he just tosses it out and buys a new one. Exactly. <laughs> there we go. But no, like he'll, he'll be wearing a shirt that is that is uh, not covered in spray paint. And then get back down on his uh, knee to let her up. <laughs> and little Miss Hildy will climb up your back and sit upon your shoulders mm-hmm. and say, Shall we go, Mr. Grant? Sure, let's go. And then I start heading on off with Hildy. You have to make the horsey noises. I will make them <laughs> if she requests them. Nay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll make them enthusiastically. <laughs> She does not request the horsey noises. She does. Okay. So you, 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 like, run off, like, starting to, like, I guess, run laps around the bridge. She starts, yeah. she starts demanding faster. All right, I go faster. <laughs> she demands yet faster. I have a feeling she's just going to keep demanding yet faster until you make me cast use magic to do a thing that is beyond human limitations to just go super fast. That's right about where we're at, yeah? Yeah, yeah, okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and roll weird to Grant casts haste. To weird. <laughs> 13! I advanced use magic, so uh, the keeper will add you some added benefit. Hell yeah. So, you 
Grant becomes one with the speed force. <laughs> See, you are able to get up to a speed that, like, makes her very happy, and mm-hmm. you don't feel like you're suffering any loss of balance for it. So mm-hmm. you feel pretty confident when she starts uh, saying that she wants to go off the bridge and get into the hills. All right, yeah, sure, let's go for it. <laughs> to the hill. <laughs> she just screams. She just goes, just starts calling me Falcor, and she just starts going, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> <sighs> so there she is, you know, giggling and kicking her feet and throwing her mm-hmm. hands in the air, and she, she is having a grand old time. Occasionally applying the spurs. <laughs> it's a good thing I still have the coin around my neck. That's not part of the... That's not part of my vest. And, you know, you, you are, like, flying around the mountains, and it's, you know, it's nighttime right now. It's well dark, so you don't even need to worry, really, about being seen. Sit by Sasquatch. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if Southern California has Sasquatch. I'm sure you have a variation of Sasquatch at some point. Sure every state except for the flat ones has some sort of Sasquatch. I know we've got one up in Northern California. I don't know if we've got one here in Southern. Uh, eventually, Hildy starts saying, uh, Mr. Grant, Mr. Grant, Mr. Grant. Mm-hmm. Yes. Can you fly? Uh, I can certainly try. Never tried before. I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. probably has actually. Would you like some help to fly? Uh, yes. I'm. Sh- I think that would make her feel. I think that would make her actually happy. As if I said, "Yeah, sure. I. I, I would love some help." And she says, "Oh, hurry, hurry! Uh, stop there." And she points at like right. a flat rock. Okay. And she says, all right, now, hold your breath. All right. And she puts her hands on the top of your head, and you feel this tremendous spike of magic course through your body. And your back begins... It doesn't hurt, but you it's it kind of makes you feel sick, whatever's happening on your back. Okay. And then... You you hear the tearing of cloth and you feel something. You, you feel like you've suddenly grown two new limbs out of your back. Okay, I look. What kind of wings do I have? Bat, bug, or uh, or bird? Bird. You have this pair okay. of like massive pitch black wings coming out of your oh. back. Yes, I go. Ah, oh, this is awesome, actually. It, it, it didn't feel super great at first, but actually this is really cool. And you feel like you have just perfect control over them, despite the fact that they are brand fucking new. Yeah. She's given me she's given me the knowledge as well as the uh as well as the ability. Mm-hmm. And so she okay. points up into the sky and says, Away! And I fly. You do fly, and you fly quite fast. And she is she is 
screaming like she's on a roller coaster. <laughs> I'm, yeah. And in fact, speaking of roller coasters, uh, I'll get up to a certain height and then just dive, not straight down. So that way, like, I don't want to completely terrify her, but I will go at a pretty sharp angle. <laughs> she had, uh, she's sort of like holding on to uh, like your forehead. She's got her hands wrapped around your forehead. And mm-hmm. when you go into the dive, she lets go and just like lets her hands wiggle in the air. <laughs> yeah, we'll also do some loops, some spins. Uh, Ape, if you make that fucking reference to episode one, I will find out where you live and I will hit you. And like af- after that, like I'll, I'll just like let her decide what, what I want it, what she wants to do. It's, as far as the flying is concerned, and I'll just I'll do this as long as she wants me to do, do it, and then you know land when she says she, she's had enough. She steers you around the mountains, and you wind up making like a couple of loops underneath the bridge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Roxanne, you are witness to the fact that your brother now has fucking giant black bird wings coming out of his back. Oh boy. but eventually she taps you on the shoulder and uh, says that she would like to land now alright I I land on the bridge that's what I call pod racing oh my (laughs) god I didn't say that one I didn't say you couldn't say that one so you're safe I thought that's the the one you were referring no it was spinning it was spinning so, uh, uh, so yeah, I'll land and I'll look over at Roxanne, who is, who has put on the vest, and, uh, I go, you can't keep it. You absolutely cannot keep it. It was too much it's money. It's not gonna fit on you now. How much you wanna bet? I'm magic. I can make it fit again. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I am magic. I can make it fit. Grant Harrison, 2012. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus has nothing to do with this. <laughs> so you land and Hildy hops off your back and reaches up and pats you on the back a few times and the wings actually retract into you. Look at that felt Yep. They they are fully gone now. You cannot feel them or anything. She said that that was lots and lots of fun. Thank you, Mr. Grant. Ah, uh, you're welcome. You want to top off on your marshmallows? I got more marshmallows. <laughs> she, like, points her finger towards the bonfire and then flicks it over towards herself and her little mug of hot cocoa just rockets into her hand. She she holds it up to you and gives you a big toothy smile and says, yes, please. And I top off her marshmallows. (laughs) And she goes and sits down. Turns out Grant is pretty good with kids. (laughs) Do you want your vest back now, Mr. Grant? Yes, I would, Miss Troxanne. (laughs) Okay, here you go. It looks better on me anyway. So, um, Steiner. Hello. Yep, um, while Grant and Hildy are out on their run, 
Margaret hollers at you from by the bonfire. You none of you introduced yourselves, so you can't. They can't use your names. Uh. So I, th- I think she'll she'll just from her sort of blanket sitting on her blanket there. She just out. Uh, hey, tall guy. Um, yes. We didn't introduce ourselves, did we? That's very rude of us. Uh, I am Dr. Edwin Steiner. It's a pleasure to meet you. And she'll actually hold out her left hand to shake from down on the ground say, Margaret. Just Margaret. I shake her hand. Take a, take a seat. Oh, that'll do. And she flicks her wrist and produces a long pipe and then and then uh, takes off her hat, reaches inside of it, and pulls out a packet of something made out of plants. She stuffs it into the end of the pipe and breathes a quick jet of fire into it and then takes a long drag and then holds out the pipe to you and says, smoke with me for a while. Well, I quit years ago, but far be it for me to turn down whatever it is this is. Never turn down a witch, my mother always said. (laughs) Uh, You've never had the opportunity to quit this, I'll tell you that. (laughs) I take a drag of whatever she's smoking. Oh, uh, it it immediately hits you quite hard. I would actually like you to roll me tough. Uh, tough is my worst stat. Hooray. That's a four. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so, Steiner, it hits you pretty hard, pretty fast. And you start to see things... You you feel lucid, but you are definitely seeing things that weren't there a moment ago. Um, there are lights floating around in the air. There are like multi-headed. They look like minor demons just sort of sitting around on the bridge. The the there is a face in the fire now. Hmm. Uh, I take a look at the pipe and. Well, Mr. Am I, I assume I'm still holding the pipe. Uh, I look at Margaret and say, Am I hallucinating or am I just seeing more than I was? Uh, mostly the latter. Hmm. Interesting. Mr. Harrison has some sort of magic vision. He mentioned, never mentioned demons. Demons, huh? He did go on and on about some sort of great crack in the sky and some sort of gray worm. Usually he just talks about ghosts. Oh, well, we all know about the ghosts. They're all over the place, but I don't know anything about any worms. What exactly is in this? It's probably not something anything... How does anything wrong over here? No, no. You you can only find this in some small corners in the Deadlands. Hmm. I don't think I'll be making a habit of it, but I will relish the experience nonetheless. Ah, your pipe pack. Sorry. 
she takes it back and takes another long drag and holds it for a while and gives a long exhale, passes it back to you and says, so what kind of man are you, Steiner? It's a good question. I'm not fully sure myself. Are you asking what I do or are you asking what who I am? Yes. Hmm. Well, let's start with what I am sure of then. Uh, I am, well, I guess, an artificer. I make automatons mostly. I also leave over in the Feywilds. They refer to, refer to them as golems. Been using a little bit of their technology actually recently. Quite interesting. Let's see here. Uh, example. I don't have any of the little ones with me, but I have my arm, which. I tend to keep with me. Roll back the sleeve and pull off the glove. Reeling, you know, the whole metal arm thing. Agnes actually comes over and sits down and stares pretty intently at the arm, but does not speak. And Margaret motions for you to take another hit. I I take another hit. I mean, if we're going to do this, let's do this. Yeah. Give me another roll. Uh, oh, no. Slightly better, though. Maybe slightly. next time I'll roll an eight. <laughs> uh, so, the, on your second hit, the, the demons become more defined. Before, they were just sort of, like, etheric and kind of gray, but now they're, like, they're all bright red, and they're visually sharp enough that you actually think they might be there. Hmm. I'm just gonna pretend I don't notice them because if I don't notice them, they won't notice me. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. If I can't see them, they can't hurt me. So you make things then? Yes. Um. Make mostly small little robots and not. They mostly just do one or two things and not smart. I recently though made. One that is quite by accident, actually. It's smart enough that it's named itself. Huh. So you're a father, then? I suppose you could call it that, yes. Ah. <laughs> uh, well, I don't envy your position. Hmm. Well. It's learns very quickly. It's not. It's very curious. It is in many ways like a child, in many ways not. Calls itself Gregory. There's a reference I didn't get until a little later, but it's been helping me with my work, and I'm quite fond of it already. She takes back the pipe and takes another long drag off of it, sort of repacks it, passes it back to you, and says, So you... So you're fighting with everybody else, right? I heard that. Yes, um, Mr. Hass, Mr. Harrison has his magics. Um, Mrs. Harrison has Miss Miss Harrison. Sorry, Miss, not Mrs. Jesus. <laughs> Miss Harrison has. I don't fully understand it. It's some manner of angel assistance. She can teleport, and she can 
heal. She has some sort of whip that she keeps in what she calls a hammer space. And how do you fight? Um, well, um, well, let me show you. And pull the arm, pull back on the arm again, and just, I bring out the chainsaw first. Uh, sometimes you, sometimes I get a little up close and personal. This fine piece of work can cut through just about anything. Ah, you don't say. She reaches over and grabs hold of the chainsaw. Hmm. Did, did you have it running? No, I don't think I'd have it running. Oh, that's unfortunate. <sighs> yeah, she, she reaches over and grabs hold of it and says, well, That's sharp, but it's a pretty awful sword. Well, it's not... Well, let me show you. Um, uh, One moment. Uh, I do not recommend touching it while it's running, and I fire it up. Ah, uh, nonsense. And she will actually reach over and grab it while it's running. Okay, she takes forearm. <laughs> yeah, no. You cut straight through her fingers. They, like, come off. Oh, okay. Um... Uh, huh. Is that real? Can't tell anymore. Are you all right? All right. It's not. That's not quite so shitty of a sword as I thought it was. Yes, you should not have done that. I don't think. Um, um, I can make you new fingers, I suppose. Uh, quite notably, none of the other witches look even a little bit distressed about this development. Uh, let's see. Okay. Um. I'm picking them up. <laughs> she says, "Ha ha! You don't get to you don't get to be as old as I am without knowing how to take a hit." And she takes a very long drag off of the pipe and breathes onto her hand, and the fingers regrow themselves. Huh? This is. It's a hell of a trick. I, that did happen, right? Because I'm seeing a lot of things that I'm not sure <laughs> are real. <laughs> that definitely happened, yes. And Gwendolyn, from a little ways away, actually kind of shouts, Margaret, please don't try and freak out our hosts. It's rude. Uh, I mean, it's not the weirdest thing. I thought... God, it was um, the other day... Was it? What had it been like? A couple weeks since the cockatrice. Yeah. Uh, so we've there was some sort of cockatrice that was a hybrid with a dragon. It took a fairly decent sized chunk out of me. A uh, fairy that had managed to get a hold of some sort of dev- time control device. That was not great. The little I don't even know what to call it. Most recently, it had some sort of it had speakers for a head. Very unpleasant thing. Grew a forest. So, eh, still, you don't see someone regrow their fingers every day. Yeah, and then and Margaret turns back to Gwendolyn and says, yeah, here, they can handle it. Get off my back. And Gwendolyn rolls her eyes and returns to her wine. Oh, and um, I also do this, and I Form the gun and pop a shot off at a rock or something. 
<laughs> Margaret holds, her, like, raises her hand as high as she can and, like, spreads her fingers and says, come on. All right. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> come on. Fucking shoot me. You won't. <laughs> shoot me, you pussy. <laughs> I pop. I, sh- I take the shot at her hand. Say, catch. Yeah. And it snaps back and she brings it, you know, she brings it back down and looks at it and it's, you know, kind of black and sizzled and gross and you can all smell it. And she says, oh, uh, I like that one. Yes, you have to keep your distance sometimes. That one actually incorporated the golem tech from the Feywilds. Ah, that felt like magic. Mm Mm-hmm. And she blows another long line of smoke into it, and it fixes itself. So we just needed Deadlands weed in order to fix it. In order to fix Emery's... And that would have been so much simpler. Hmm. Oh, speaking of... uh, I'm sure you know of Emery's leg, yes? Yeah. Why? Has something happened? Uh, Actually, I built a replacement for it. It replaced it... um, It's been... About a month, I guess, now? <laughs> she actually, like, still sitting, but kind of hops over closer to you and, like, throws one arm around your shoulder and says, No kidding! Yes, um, was quite grateful. Seems they had been in pain for quite a bit, and was very relieved to have that replaced. We've been looking for the damn thing that bit them for ages. Good on ya. Hmm. Well, they've been nothing but nice to me. I was happy to help. She passes you back the pipe. Want you to give me <laughs> one more time. All right. All right. Let's fail. do this. Fail. Please fail. I want you to fail so yeah. Oh, no! Hell Damn yeah. it! Oh, it's very good that you didn't fail again, but I was really, really excited for you to fail third time. Okay. Okay. So, so... Everything gets, again, more real, more defined. The the sort of wisps of light that have been floating around you change into, like, they look like sort of ghostly uh, fairies. The, the fire has, like, what was before just sort of, like, sort of a, a, an indistinct thing. You might almost think that you were just having a pareidolia moment seeing a face where there wasn't one now it like the face definitely has eyes with like proper eyes and a mouth and eyebrows and it seems to be like leaning forward and listening to your conversation and all the demons around the bridge have like they, they, they look solid now proper solid and they're turned to look at you but you feel like you could tell them to fuck off if you wanted to. I assume they're here for the party. <laughs> you you are not afraid of any of them. And the the what what of you that is still lucid through the drugs feels like it's not a mistake to feel unafraid of them. Good. Good good. So basically I was having a bad trip and now I've found my grounding here. I don't know if I would call it a bad trip, but it's... You you have definitely found grounding in your trip. Okay. I like Margaret. Yeah, Margaret kind of rules. (laughs) 
kind of the reaction I was hoping for. <laughs> Sonic finally hit his stride, and now he's just like, Hey there, demons, it's me, your boy. <laughs> <laughs> just hanging out, getting high with witches. <laughs> Shit. So the, the two of you pass the pipe around to each other for a while, and eventually Grant lands with his big-ass wings are carting around a little girl for I don't know, probably the better part of an hour. Yeah, probably. Then we are going to wind the clock back again. Shortly oh after Grant departs at super speed, uh, Roxanne, you are tapped on the shoulder by Ursula. Oh. Um, hi. Yes. Hello, dear. Um, Phoebe's asked me to come get you. Would you mind? And she sort of waves. She nods back towards Phoebe, and then Phoebe waves for you to come towards her. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, I'm Roxanne, by the way. I guess I probably should mention that. Oh, goodness... I always forget introductions when new faces show up. I get so excited. I'm <laughs> Ursula. It's a pleasure to meet you, Ursula. So you you can wander back to Phoebe. Once you get close, she conjures a second rocking chair. Oh. Ah, uh, I got Ursula some rules to too. They all rule. <laughs> I think uh, Ursula's rocking, actually. <laughs> no, Phoebe's rocking. Phoebe conjured a second rocking chair. Oh, boy. Yep. Time to talk to Grandma. Oh, boy. <laughs> so you can, you can sit down, and she reaches into her sleeve and pulls out a piece of candy oh, and hands boy. it to you. Is, is it the word is original? Fuck you! Fuck you! <laughs> Red free, motherfucker. <laughs> it evokes a Werther's original, but it's like Uncanny Valley Werther's original. <laughs> okay. So. And so, you know, you, you could sit down and unwrap your candy and... Oh, one thing I... I didn't mention. It just slipped my mind to do so. Uh, all of the witches, except for Phoebe, have hats. I, I did call them out for all of them, I believe, but Phoebe doesn't actually have one. I just need to get that detail there while it was at the front of my brain. But you, so you can sit down and unwrap your candy and pop it in your mouth, and she'll sit back, and she's quiet for a minute, and then she asks... So how have you been, dear? Oh. Um, I've been pretty good, I think. I, uh, went out mini-golfing with a girl, and now I'm partying, and I'm at a party with a bunch of witches, so my night's pretty good. Wow. Glad to hear you're doing well. You've been eating all right. You've been you've been sleeping. Oh, 
Roxanne thinks for a second, when's the last time I ate? <laughs> Emery makes sure we we eat pretty different we eat pretty differently and I find myself spending a lot of time over there. Oh Emery is just a treat, aren't they? Oh gosh, I'm so lucky to know them. It's a it's a darn shame they don't have a lick of magic in them. They'd make a wonderful witch. Really? Not not a bit of magic. Oh. Uh, Gwendolyn tried to teach them one year and they just couldn't get a handle on it. Wow. <laughs> when I was young, I always thought it would be... Well, I didn't really know what it would really mean to be a witch, and I don't think I really do either, still either, but... I always thought it would be cool to be a witch. Well, it's it can be fun, but it's harder than it looks. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it... I didn't think it would be easy, that's for sure. <laughs> and how have those headaches been treating you? What? What? The um, headaches. I mean... <sighs> I'm sorry. That just caught me off guard. I guess I shouldn't be surprised that you know about my headaches. Usually they're pretty nice. You know, well, I mean, usually they're not there, so it's okay. Sometimes it feels like my head is just going to split open. But, I mean... I guess that's why I don't spend all my time in the Deadlands. Hmm. But I've been hearing some gossip that you've been there a lot more lately. Oh, well. Yeah, I guess I have. I mean, I spent a few days there. Uh, I guess it was a few weeks ago. Gosh, it's it's hard to adjust after spending a few days somewhere where time doesn't really seem to pass at all. I still kind of can't tell what day of the week it is sometimes. But, yeah, I have I do spend a fair bit of time there, I guess. And you're being safe when you go there, right? I want to hear about you getting hurt. I mean, I don't know how safe anyone can really be when they're in the Deadlands, but... I'm never by myself, and... The the Sultans have always watched, have been very protective of me. I guess when I'm there, mm, I've heard about that. I've heard that you're something special to them. I don't know if I'm all that special. I think it's just a coincidence. Oh, you hush! You are plenty special. I don't want to hear you talking like that. I'm just a girl. She kind of swats at you a little. You're a very special girl, and I don't want to hear you talking about yourself like that. Okay. Now here's $20. 
You buy yourself one of those video games you so much, and if your dad gives you any guff about it, you tell him Grandma said it was all right. <laughs> Go see yourself a moving picture, then. Here's twenty dollars. Go see a Star War. <laughs> so tell me about this girl you went out with. Oh, um, gosh, it's great. We're both disasters. <laughs> oh gosh, I don't know. She's pretty and she's funny and she plays the violin and (laughs) when I'm around her I don't really know what to say but that's I think that's uh, not an exclusive problem Mm. and have you told her yet about what I am, I guess. Mm-hmm. I thought about it. I don't know. It doesn't really feel like there's any good way that that ends. I tell her, and then either she's okay with it, and somehow... and. I feel like if I tell her and she's okay with it, she'll just end up getting hurt somehow. And if I tell her and she's not okay with it, then whoops, I just told my biggest secret to somebody who doesn't want anything to do with me anymore. But you know you're not going to be able to hide it from her forever. (sighs) Yeah, I suppose you're right. (sighs) Now, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but... I think you know what the right thing to do is. Yeah, I just... (laughs) The right thing to do isn't really always the easiest thing to do, I guess. No, it... It never is. And... Sometimes you do get hurt from it. But... It is the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, I guess... I think... Maybe not tonight, but I'll tell her. She reaches out and pats your hand and says, I know you can do it. And if you like this girl, then she must be a pretty good girl. So I I know. I just, I've got a feeling that it'll work out just fine for you. (laughs) Well... You know, no matter what happens, at least I did the right thing, right? Right. And she gives your hand a little squeeze, and you feel a little bit braver. Oh, man. And you feel like maybe she did that to you. Man, Phoebe's the best grandma. (laughs) Phoebe's a real grandpa. You don't have to tell her about her pro- about your problems because she apparently just already knows all about them. <laughs> and you know what? Roxanne's smart enough not to question it. 
Never ask a witch why she knows something. <laughs> the answer is either going to make you upset or confused. Or it'll just be really vague. <laughs> yeah, that's the confusion. <laughs> And I think on that note, I'm going to call it. Yay! Oh boy. So, that's three down and 15 more to go. We're gonna, now that we don't have the whole preamble to get to, get through, we're gonna see if we can't knock out the rest of them over the course of the next two sessions. And uh, they are going to get a little more intense from this point on. God, I can't wait (laughs) to hear Grant have to talk to Phoebe. (laughs) Uh, Except for Phoebe. Phoebe's just going to keep being a grandma. Yeah, but I just... Uh, Grant having to hang out with a grandma. I'm super looking forward to hanging out with Phoebe. (laughs) So... Thank you for listening, everybody. Please join us again next time for more hanging out with a bunch of cool ladies. I'm here for it. Literally. <laughs> <laughs>